Hello, and welcome to a mathematically festive episode <laughs> of We Only Look Thin. I am Uptown Girl Catherine Weigel, and I have lost 150 pounds, and with me today is Downtown Man. <laughs> Donald Weigel. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm living on the wrong side of the tracks, but 100 pounds down from where I used to be. See? And I'm looking at this uptown girl, hoping that she'll... I do not look like Christy Brinkley. Come on. I was at the grocery store the other day, and they were playing that. And it is such... I'm like, what is happening right now? I just remember the music video where, like, you know, she's, like, prancing around. She's classy, and and he's a downtown man. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm definitely the one from the wrong side of the tracks. It's a little startling to know that's how you view me after all these years, that I'm, like, the... You're fancy, I, and I'm I married clearly up. not. I married up. You definitely. Oh, stop! That is not true. Anyway, hello and welcome. Did we both marry down? <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> we evened out. It all evened out. Yeah. Um. Right. Hi, and welcome to We Only Look Thin. I don't even know if we said that. Oh yeah. Hey, this is We Only Look Thin. Yeah. A, uh, I'm trying to not not hit the look thin because I keep getting criticized for no, it. No, <laughs> but that's the like we only we look only thin. look thin. I emphasize the we and yeah. you. Size the look. Yeah. So um, I used to capitalize the look L O O K too, and I stopped doing that because huh. I felt self conscious about it. Huh, I wonder if people listening can tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. When it like in the names of the pot episodes, oh, I used right, to write, right, right. We yeah. only look thin. Anyway, hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, welcome. Um, it's November. It sure is. It sure is. It's hard to believe uh, that it is November, uh, especially because it's like 97 degrees outside. It's fire season here It may in not Los be 97, Angeles. but it is actually like 90-ish degrees outside in Los Angeles. And yeah. It's pretty I, crazy. And it's fire season. The There's fires happening everywhere. People are having their power shut off. And uh, we, we are... It sounds like a hellscape from which we're like DEFCON. It really does. And so it's fitting that we're going to talk about the holidays. <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. Which is another hellscape from which we can't... <laughs> I've heard two Christmas songs already. Yeah. Yeah, we listened oh, to... Yeah. Uh... yeah, right. And we went into, uh, was it Macy's yesterday? Yeah, and, and they, they had, had their, their yeah. Christmas stuff was yeah. up. We're actually recording this in October. But, Before Halloween. But you won't hear it till, uh, till November at the soonest, but... Uh, uh, and if you're not listening to it when it first comes out, it could be any time. Whatever time of year it is. That's how podcasts work, it everyone. It does. Uh, but we are going to uh, do a two-part. We figured it was about time. Uh, even if you listened to our holiday episode last year, which is a good episode, Steve, you the should. The sound quality isn't as robust as Yeah, it yeah. Is our now. sound quality is much better now. Um uh, I always feel bad when people are like starting the podcast now and they're listening to the old episodes where we were just using one like crummy microphone and, you know, shouting into it from across the room. <laughs> I can with a string. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And intentionally banging pots and pans in the other room <laughs> for some reason. Um, but uh, we're going to do a deep dive into the upcoming holiday season. Yeah, so get um, your swimsuit on. Get your swimsuit on at your traditional holiday swimsuit. Yep. And uh, get ready. Emotional swimsuit. Emotional swimsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional swimsuit was the name of my high school band. <laughs> Um, and, uh, but before that, we're going to do a tip of the week. Cow! And, uh, we're going to tie it uh, up with a bow at the end, huh? Ah. See what I did there? With a product of the week. Bow! 
Pow! Oh, no, pow. Ooh, you know what? Before we get into any of that, yeah. um, we were just featured on a podcast. We, we were. We talk about that. Yes, we in were case. featured on a big-time podcast. With real uh, people. If anyone out there uh, are fans of uh, Big Brother on CBS or The Amazing Race, um, you probably know... Uh, uh, Victor and Nicole, uh, who uh, Nicole won Big Brother one season, and Victor and Nicole were on the most recent um, season of The Amazing Race and uh, did very well on that. No spoilers. Um, and uh, they just had us on their podcast, which is called Coco Caliente. Yeah, so they are uh, now a couple. They're charming and delightful like us. They actually, it was a great- yeah, I believe they're engaged. Yeah, they're and, engaged. Yeah. Uh, and they have sort of a lifestyle podcast and they interviewed us. And so if you want a sort of overview of the Donald and Catherine story, I think we went yeah. pretty, it was a pretty like light episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they quizzed us on Spanish word that we didn't know. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Uh, it was, I did, wasn't self-conscious at all. But if you want more <laughs> Catherine and Donald, we were on episode 39. And why wouldn't you want more Catherine and Donald? Right. Uh, it is the Coco Caliente podcast. C-O-C-O, however you spell Caliente podcast. <laughs> C-A-L-I-E-N-T-E. Oh, Coco very nice. Caliente. Uh, so yeah, so we were on that podcast and it was super fun and they were really, really nice people. And uh, Yeah, they're, they're, they really, uh, on the shows, really rooted for each other, unlike Catherine and I no, would do, we where would we, we played chess against one each another. other one time and uh, we've never done it again. We haven't because... forgiven ourselves. <laughs> We're we're bound it by law really to stressful. record this podcast together. Yeah, yeah. The restraining order says we can't ever uh, play games against each other again. No, but always um, have to be on the same team. Yep, we are on the same. team. We're on the same loss. team of life and weight loss. See, now I wonder if because we look thin, we'd be better chess players. I don't think we would be. No, no signs do not point to working no. well together. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but what we do work well together on is the tip of the week. Ciao, Ciao everybody. Ciao, and I everyone. just would like to give myself an A plus for that uh, little transition. I give you an A plus and I give me an A plus for this tip of the week. I give you an A plus for that as well. Thanks. So the, the <laughs> welcome uh, to the We Pat Ourselves on the, the Back preamble. podcast. Yeah. Um so the tip of the week is to pre-track the entire container of whatever tub of food you're planning <laughs> on eating directly out of. I shouldn't wow. end a sentence with a preposition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man. Tip, tip of the week number one, don't end a sentence with a preposition. If tip you of the know week what a preposition two, is. <laughs> don't eat tubs of food. So, tip number three, when, if you, if and when you eat your tub of food. <laughs> these are too many tips Pre-track the entire thing. This is tip 1A, 1B, and 1C. <laughs> Whoa, I don't even know what my tip is anymore. So yeah. let's say, for example, you want to enjoy some French onion dip, oh. but you don't have time to scoop Man, it into I another container. Yeah. Well, you have a nacho dip, nacho dip, out of those cans. I've actually <laughs> <Nacho>. never... <laughs> I've never... Actually, had the canned nacho dip. I, I'm yeah. not trying to be snobby. I just it hasn't crossed my path. But anything that you would eat directly from a container, your guacamoles, your French onion dips, uh, yeah, salsa. Salsa isn't so much of a big deal. Uh, but if you don't want to pre-track it 
you tell yourself, I'll just have a little bit. That's probably a tablespoon's worth. I used yeah. to do this with hummus. Um, so what yeah, you do. Because, of course, that's what you're going to do. You're just going to have a reasonable amount out of the container, and then you're going to put the lid back on and put it away. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the me of four years ago would do every time. Yeah. Uh, no, what I would do is get a straw and <laughs> drink the entire thing in, or or I would, like, shotgun it like a beer. Yeah. So uh, what I have started doing is if I have a container of something. In in this particular case, I had cocktail sauce to go along with my shrimp. Oh, it's very delightful. Yeah. But I didn't want to dirty another container and put it in no, somewhere else. No, so I actually work. took the entire container of cocktail sauce. It was in like a Dixie cup sized thing. I put it the entire thing on a scale. Yeah. It came up with a total weight. I took a picture of the total weight, so it was like 224 grams. Yeah. I immediately tracked 224 grams that now that includes the weight of the container yeah but what you're doing is sort of like when you go bowling you have to give your shoes in order to get the bowling oh, shoes. oh yeah or like like when they take your driver's license at the dealership right <laughs> when you're getting a car so by putting in the entire caloric impact of the cocktail sauce. Yeah, that's like leaving your driver's license somewhere. You know you're going to want that back. You're going to want those back, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I put it in, and then I enjoyed the cocktail sauce. I'm making like a dipping shrimp in cocktail sauce motion <laughs> yeah, right now. She's pantomiming <laughs> at dipping him, shrimp at him. On I'm a pantomiming, yeah, which none of you can see. And I was just like, yes. And he's dipping, a vegetarian. Dipping so motion, of he's course. He's enjoying it. Just yeah. imagine it's crudite. Yeah. So then after I'm done with my portion of eating it, mm-hmm. I then weigh the container again, oh. do some math, whatever the starting weight was. We love our math on this podcast. Subtract it from the ending weight. So it was 224, then it goes down to 198. Subtract out the difference and then put in my actual calories consumed. Now, I that didn't, is genius. I didn't get 150 pounds heavier than I am today because of my cocktail sauce habit. What I did... <laughs> Was get up to <laughs> be a lot of cocktail sauce if you did. Uh, I did that with hummus every night. Yeah, I would eat hummus right out of the container. I would get crackers and butter because hummus isn't uh, calorically in, yeah creamy dense enough. enough. Yeah, and I probably was eating about twelve hundred calories of hummus every night. Not to mention the crackers and the butter and the wine and all that. So by pre-tracking, say your peanut butters. Yeah. Uh, again, any sort of sour cream dip or something like that, you are seeing the caloric impact of that choice. Like if you happen to eat that yeah, entire thing of nacho cheese. This is like your app, you know, however you're tracking it is going to show you like you are going to go way the heck over your calories. Yeah, and that is some serious incentive to go back and weigh it. So anything that you're eating directly out of a bucket or a basket Weigh the entire thing <laughs> because we do that. Like, yeah, for I sure. know people still in Walt Place, W O L T, who will sit down with a bag of whatever. Yeah. And I know myself, if it leaves the kitchen and I come and sit with it, like, I'm going to eat it all. Right. So, um, so this is a good way to just be mindful, see the caloric impact, and um, maybe take a little bit less than you would have before. No, so, I think that's a fantastic yeah, so idea. That is the pre tracking tip of the week. Ta-ow! Ta-ow!
Tip of the week to you. Mathematical tip of the week to you. Mathematical tip of the week to you. We, uh, yeah, so now I think we're going to go on to the, the middle of the episode, which is all about fun math at the holidays. Oh, man. Math is fun. Math, math is fun. is super fun, and especially at the holidays, that's what everyone has on their minds is Chestnuts lots and lots of Chestnuts roasting math. on an open calculator. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> on a solar calculator. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, solar technology is sort of catching up now. Like, they've got solar panels on homes and things. But for a long time, the only thing that really they got right with the solar was the calculator. The calculator. That's about as much sun- good as the sun ever did for <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. They managed Gears to. Cheers to the sun. <laughs> So we're actually going to talk about the mathematical impact of the holidays. Yeah. Um, so that's actually what we're going to talk about, not solar power. And we're going to do that right now. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first of all, um, you may have at the beginning of the year set some lofty goals for yourself. And now it's November and you're thinking to yourself, all right, Thanksgiving's coming. Christmas is coming. New Year's is coming. I'm going to have holiday parties. There's going to be people bringing in holiday treats to work. I'm going to get invited out to places like I may as well just wait and start over again on January 1st. And I'm here to tell you, don't do that. Don't. Do the opposite. <laughs> we actually, I know someone who in September started mentioning the holidays and I was like, Labor Day? Like what? Yeah, She's like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna maintain for the holidays, and I'm like you're starting in September. You're getting a yeah. running start. Yeah, that, that's to a starting full like 25 percent of your year yeah. in September. Yeah, so November and December are are 16 percent of yeah. your year. So at, if, at that point, so you're already giving over like. If you're doing that, you're giving over, you know, well over 10% of your year to just, like, giving up and letting go and, like, seeing what happens, happens. Well, and I think I spent so many years, and we're going to talk a little bit about mindset, I spent so many years seeing it as I was a victim of the holidays. Like, there was... I didn't think there was anything that I could do to improve upon it. What am I supposed to do? Right. We got free treats from a vendor. What am I supposed to do? I got out invited to a vendor lunch. Um, yeah, I'm completely powerless. Somebody brought in, you know, homemade cookies and I couldn't stop myself. It would be so rude not to have one. Right. And all of those are loopholes. We have an eating problem. And I don't know which came first, the eating problem or the egg. Yeah. But <laughs> but eating eggs is not the problem. No, that's unless, not why. unless they're deviled eggs. Yeah. But we got to this the, this point because of years of practicing being a victim of the holidays. And we did an episode. I don't even remember what number it is, but we can't fight math. You can't fight math. It's called yeah. You Can't Fight Math. Yeah. Uh, it was last, last year. But mathematically speaking, if you just look – at the upcoming holidays. Let's say in the US, we've got Thanksgiving. And then uh, wherever you are, whether it's Hanukkah or Christmas or Diwali or whatever you have, yeah, uh, which actually I think is in the end of October, um, whatever holiday you're celebrating, it's a day. Thanksgiving is a day. Christmas is a day. New Year's is a day. But we act as though it's sort of some abstract Monet painting where it all kind of runs together and you can't stop yourself. Yeah, just like we've said that 
when you're eating candy on October 4th, like October 15th, you're just eating candy. That's not like Halloween candy. Halloween candy is what you get on October 31st and maybe like you still have it on the 1st even though you should, you know, November 1st even though you should just toss it out afterwards. Like that's Halloween candy. Like if you're eating, you know, the if you're trying out your Thanksgiving stuffing on November 8th, like you're just eating stuffing and you're just looking for an excuse right. for it. This is not like the holidays. Well, and if you're listening right now and you're eating something that's pumpkin, like jack-o'-lantern shaped right now, you spit that out. You spit yeah. it out. <laughs> um, I'm just imagining people in their cars like, <laughs> like spitting yeah, right on the windshield. But we take this as an opportunity to victimize ourselves to a season. And when we look at the actual number of days, if you just celebrate Thanksgiving, Christmas, Christmas Eve, and maybe one holiday party, four days out of what the rest of the year is. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, there are 55 days until Christmas. Yeah. If you just have four days that are indulgent, that's 7% of your days. That's not bad. No, that's, you could, you could call that a victory. Yeah. But realistically, Weekends, you can't. What are you going to do with weekends? You got to indulge on the weekends. You already indulge on the weekends. You work so so hard during the week. Like, you deserve it. Right. Calgon never took them away. It never took you away. And so instead, you put things in your mouth uh, to self-soothe. Yeah. So if you're already struggling with weekends, it's not going to magically improve in the holidays. So then you're looking at if you're giving up your, your weekends and the actual holidays, that's 29% of your days through the holidays. Now, let's also say that you still enjoy Taco Tuesday, and then once a week you've also got Bagel Friday, or you bring in something, or someone else brings in something, or there's a holiday. You know, like, if you're doing that, suddenly that's 50% of your days. Yikes. For the rest of the year that you're giving into. And then there's the recovery days after that. You have a big indulgent day, and then the next day you also, so it ties into the next day. Then suddenly you wake up January 2nd because the first year's still partying or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, what have I done again? Yeah. How did yeah. I get here? And, and you're up You're up five pounds, you're up 10 pounds, you're up 15 pounds. And you know all of that telling yourself that you deserve this, like I used to do that. I did that for years and years. And what I actually deserved was diabetes and heart problems. And he got it. And he I got, got what them. he deserved. <laughs> I got exactly what I deserved. I got my just desserts from eating just, just desserts. desserts. Speaking of <laughs> you which. You stole my punchline. Sorry. It was so, it was perfect. It was lobbed right up in the air yeah, at me. Well. well, in the math category, which is what all of this is about, and you brought up desserts, so now I'm going to talk about it. And for you listeners out there, uh, sometimes on Facebook we'll do a Guess the Calories uh, game. Uh, yeah. So we're going to do that oh, now. Oh, I'm excited. I don't actually know what I'm going to be asked right now. Donald Jr., Yeah. how much <laughs> – how many – I won't call you that through the whole thing. <laughs> she never calls me that. Okay. I don't. Uh, 
How many calories do you think are in a cup of eggnog? Eight million. Oh, boy. This is um, not going to go well. Oh, man. I should know this because I love eggnog. Uh, a cup of eggnog? Just to say something because we got places to go. I'm going to say Okay, it's 340 wow. for whole eggnog. And if you throw in a shot of brandy, right, that's what people do oh, with eggnog. Oh, man. Suddenly you're up to 440 calories. Yikes, now, for one cup of drinking I, your calories. I asked him earlier because we talk when we're not podcasting. I yeah. said, Donald, if you were just visiting family and there was eggnog everywhere <laughs> coming out of the taps, yeah. how many would you enjoy in a day? I, like, old me, like four or five cups probably a, a day. day. And by cups... That might not well, necessarily well, be like out of the like container. an eight ounce cup. That might be like a glass yeah, at a this goblet. point. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, a goblet, a chalice. <laughs> you know, your chalice. You yeah, do. I drink my eggnog out of a so, chalice. Let's just say fourteen cups of eggnog. Oh my god! Is I don't want to know forty seven hundred calories. Oh my god! And you could like easily do that in your past self. Oh, for sure. In a, in a day, for sure. Yeah, so... That's not like in a week. That's not 4,700 a week. That's like in a day. Okay, so uh, your grandmother, yeah. Harriet, used to make delicious peanut butter balls. Oh my God, they were so the best. Like, good. imagine a Reese's peanut butter cup, but homemade but and bitter. shaped in a ball and, and like, way better. In a tin. You and, didn't even have to unwrap anything. And I love Reese's peanut butter cups, but, yeah, like, she would make these things and, like, put them in a giant tub and, like... We should have a trigger warning. The more that I ate, the happier that she would get about it. <laughs> and then she would complain about kids being fat. Yeah, uh, that's well, another story. That's another story. Um, so uh, any quick guesses on calories? Uh, no. not so, Well, okay. I'll say like 25 a ball. 150 per ball. Wow. Uh, so, if, again, if you have 14 of those – or I think you said you would have a dozen. I said I'd probably have like 10 or 12, yeah. Yeah, so that's like 1,800 calories. Like a day's worth of calories in something that in yeah. a 25 minutes you're going to be hungry for something else. Yeah, and I would do that probably a few times a day too, eat that many peanut butter balls in a sitting. Okay. Um, as uh, as we know, it's pumpkin spice latte season. Oh, man. Isn't it? I, I'm not a big latte guy, but I love pumpkin spice. But like spice. everybody is yeah, like, no, oh, I eat PSL everything season, pumpkin spice. Everyone. Yeah. Okay, so uh, how many calories in a venti PSL? Uh, Just guess. I'm going to say 300. Okay, 470. Wow. Uh, what about a pumpkin scone? Oh, 500. Okay. It's 460. So you're, you're, you yeah, save 40 calories. One, yeah. But let's just say you're eating basically a thousand calories. Like every time you go into Starbucks yeah. and you're like, I'm going to treat myself to PSL. I'm going to yeah. have whatever. A thousand calories and maybe that's your breakfast. Yeah. But then you have your normal lunch and your dinner and whatever. Like that's a lot. And yeah. we and we have a scarcity mindset because they're saying they say like, oh, it's the season. You better get it now. Limited edition. Oh, and I'm victim of that too. Like, but you know, thankfully these days I I you know stick to sort of rel- relatively healthy things like 130 calorie like pumpkin spice yogurt, um, or you know uh, 120 calorie like pumpkin spice you know frozen yogurt bar, like that kind of a thing. Yeah. But man, in the past I just would go bananas like. Every Every pumpkin spice, like pumpkin cheesecake thing I could get in my mouth, totally. that's what I would do. Because it's the season. It's, it's basically, the season. And it's like, what Chris you Kringle wants you to do. You can't get that most of the year, so I better eat all of it now. Yeah, even though we had actually a container of pumpkin spice seasoning in uh, in our cupboard. But that's another story. Those yeah. are calorie-free. No, you can't get that, though. So um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but uh, I am uh, of, of Polish-English heritage. But as luck would have it, I was born in Denmark. 
Oh, home of that's the so lucky. butter cookie. Oh, that's not lucky. I want to honor my homeland yeah, by eating you have to. butter cookies. Yeah, you have to <laughs> honor your homeland, honor your family traditions, and eat all the butter cookies. Okay. And not just a few butter cookies, but every single one. Every single one. I uh, have an issue with Danish butter cookies. Uh, I feel again like I'm honoring my homeland. Right. Uh, by I wonder if there's like a tin that has like half pierogies, half butter cookies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna say the no. Yin. <laughs> the yin and yang. That's not of a thing. Food. Okay, so I I was asking myself. I said, self, how many butter cookies would you take as a single portion? Yeah. Um, and I actually said like twelve would be my starting. Oh. <laughs> big they're yeah, like yeah. you know no, no, whatever just, the half dollar I, size after is. after the grilling i just got i know where this is going um but let's just say my normal like an actual serving of danish butter cookies right in in denmark they're just here butter cookies <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> that's my favorite joke yeah it's good um I've heard it like a hundred times it's still funny french fries are just here fries when you're in paris <laughs> Okay, this is going off the rails. Um, so I would eat, say, 12, and that would just yeah. be while people were watching, and then that didn't count for all the times I would go back and, like, go under the second layer, because there's layers right. of butter cookies. Right. So it's, like, 480 out the door for the first, mm. and then by the time I get the, like, 14 servings, I would eat the entire tin. If someone gives me a tin, oh, yeah. that's, like, 6,700 Yeah, because calories. that's one serving, really. If it's, in a, if it's in a tin, that's the whole, that's one serving. So... This is, we haven't even gotten to the holidays yet. These are just the seasonal delights that we enjoy. Right. Because we want to feel festive, right? For sure. I went into Cost Plus World Market the other day, and they already had their, like, seasonal holiday around the world displays. And their, you know, their chocolate guilt and their, you know... Advent calendar foods and their panettone. You want to be in Italy, don't you? Gotta eat a big old panettone just right now. Yeah, and keep in mind, like when you're listening to this in November, that like it is still October when we are recording it. But the the preparation for the season comes earlier and earlier. Yeah. And I know I, I've seen studies that say people who celebrate sooner or who who put up Christmas decorations earlier, holiday decorations, they actually have more happiness. But part of that is getting the food that goes along with it. And our next episode is going to be more into a deep dive into the food cat- the food side of it. Yeah. But if you start celebrating in September or October and that just kind of bleeds over to November, December and you still have maybe some Halloween candy that you're enjoying. Yeah. Gosh help you if you also have like a birthday in there also where oh it just my all gets Yeah, which in. I do. Um, yeah, like, oh yeah, you do. I was like, <laughs> I wonder if anyone else there has a birthday. There is no one who has a birthday in those two months, thankfully. Um, but you know, I think what we're trying to get at is that just because the calendar says it is November and December, that does not give you a license to just eat whatever you want and do nothing. Um, you as an adult are fighting for your health. This isn't about just looking good. This isn't about, you know, attracting somebody else. It is about fighting for your health. And if you're just going to give up for those two months and, you know, you're essentially punishing yourself, um, you're, you're building up on credit, you know, 
you say to yourself during the holidays, I don't want to put everything on a credit card and then have to pay that off in January. Well, you're doing that with your own body and your own health when you're just ignoring those two months. Exactly. And we, I think we actually have some uh, some ways we're going to talk about sort of the, the feelings behind the holidays and maybe some ways that you can sort of reframe things. Um, I know we've talked about a lot of math, uh, but now we're going to change it into feelings, I think. So as many of you know, I am a big fan of friend of the show, Gretchen Rubin. Um, our good friend, our, Gretchen Rubin. Um, she's actually wonderful and has changed my life. Thank yeah. you. Um, but she talks about acting the way you want to feel. So if we start right now, um, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes, but let's just go on, <laughs> let's go on a vision quest for a moment and think about last year's holidays. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like that noise. Think about last year's holidays. What about the holidays do you even remember? Yeah. What treasured memories do you have from last year's holidays? What regrets do you have from last year's holidays? Yeah, I can almost guarantee when when you think about treasured memories, the first thing that pops into your head isn't the food. It's probably the the events and the people and the sights and the sounds. And when you think about regrets, it is probably the food. It probably is. And I mean, I think I was actually thinking for a second last Thanksgiving, uh, we were out of town and my actual favorite part, and I know this can sound crazy, was going on a brisk early morning walk with you yeah, uh, and walking to the nearby Starbucks to get a coffee. And that was kind of the excuse to go, but like actually being really cold and like bundled up. And yeah, going I know. That was really nice. was really awesome. And yeah. that is one of, I, I know being with you is always one of my favorite memories. But like that, <laughs> that was my like, oh boy, we were out of town and we went for a walk. Like that was one of my favorite things. Thanks from last year. Yeah, what was your too. favorite thing? <laughs> <laughs> that that you stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, in the past, it would have been the tins of butter cookies. Oh, yeah. And, you know, your grandmother's peanut butter balls and stuff like that. But now we're in a position where our activity is something that we enjoy. Yeah. And I was proud of us for, for doing a walk on Thanksgiving as well. And, uh, you know, and I try and carry that feeling forward and, you know, think about how regretful I will be if I just blow all the progress I've made by, um, you know, by completely disregarding everything I've built up over the last few years and indulging, indulging, indulging. So think about if you can even remember last year, yeah. think about the holidays or whatever most recent holiday, you know, whether it was, you know, Easter or Fourth of July or a celebration, what part of it was really important to you? What do you want to leave behind? What habit, what uh, food, what feeling didn't serve you? Was it being too stuffed to go on a family walk after dinner? Yeah. Was it that you were so drunk that you couldn't play games with the family? No. Uh, no, we weren't. But I don't um, want that. No. But think about what holidays have been in the past and actually think about what you would like this season to be for you. Again, Gretchen Rubin says, act the way you want to feel. And I often lose sight of this as um, a know-it-all bossy pants that I often give myself extra work to do yeah. 
just sort of stress myself out because it's expected at the season. Yeah, a lot of times we put all this pressure on ourselves during the holiday season to make things perfect for other people. And it leads to stress and it leads to overeating and secret eating. And you take on the responsibility of trying to make everybody's holidays perfect at the expense of your own. Well, and I I think too, you know, as a parent and as a, you know, someone who wants to be perceived as a generous hostess, Food is a big part of that. Yeah. And, um, but like my, our, our daughter isn't made any better by me making something for the PTA. Right. Like that doesn't directly affect her. And by overextending myself, I'm giving less to her because I'm annoyed. And I have to remind myself, like Gretchen Rubin says, to act the way I want to feel. I want to feel generous of spirit. I want to feel connected. I want to feel that, uh, you know, Scandinavian hygge feeling of coziness, <laughs> co- coziness and warmth, even though it's 90 degrees outside. Yeah. Um. So Gretchen Rubin actually has a couple of suggestions, which I'm going to steal right from under her nose, like the Grinch stole all of the presents. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, our podcast audience one. grew 10 times. Um, <laughs> So one of the things that she talked about last year was using uh, a song lyric or song title as your mantra for the season, oh, yeah. which I really like. So, um, and, and not Baby's Got Back. No. no. Uh, I, I used to have- Yeah, the, that used to be the one. I used to be the one who had the back, and yeah. now I'm backwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but songs like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Like, if you yeah. think about that every time you're stressed out or you're trying to plan something, um, where all is calm, all is bright. Like, yeah. if you want some serenity and oh, some peace- Oh, that sounds so nice. Holy jolly Christmas. Oh, want to have fun. Yeah. Light of spirit. Um, or what a wonderful world. Like, if you really- Because we all move so quickly at the holidays, and people have already said to me that they're dreading the holidays. Yeah. But if you think about the way you want it to be for yourself, you can help manifest that um you know or celebrate good times why not like cool in the gang working hard all year gotta yeah, have the, some cool and gang traditional christmas cool in the gang song but there celebrate are many holidays celebrated this True. time of the year not just christmas so think about how you want to feel like for me the most wonderful time of the year i often pre-imagine stressful situations that are going to happen. And I have had to force myself to remind myself, another Gretchen Rubin, why don't you just listen to the Gretchen Rubin podcast? (laughs) She says, remember, this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to drop the mic there. I had a situation come up earlier uh, where I was trying to figure out some holiday plans and they got a little bit wound up in someone else's plan. And my first instinct was to go, oh, great, fine. I'm the one that's going to compromise, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I actually like the the, uh, the, – disembodied visage of Gretchen Rubin came up in on my shoulder. Would this is say, supposed to be fun. <laughs> As if she were the ghost of Christmas present. Exactly. Ah. Um, but her message, this is supposed to be fun. And I actually went through my head, what is my purpose for this trip? Okay. How can I make this fun? What is the simplest answer to the problem that I'm facing right now? And it was I, I actually used our Occam's Razor episode. What the simplest answer is the best answer, yeah. and I did a grown up thing. I'm I'm not going to describe what it was uh, because I have family members that listen. But <laughs> um, but I came up with a simple solution. Um, it was within our means, 
And it took a little bit of like the grown up part of me to actually manage doing it, but yeah. it paid off because in the end, what I want is fun. What I want is togetherness. What I want is happiness. I don't want drama and resentment and, you know, like putting something on a scorecard of compromise. Yeah, we want good times with family and friends. <laughs> And, uh, and I want to celebrate them. <laughs> wow. And that is really what the uh, holidays are supposed to be about. It's about all of those moments with family and friends. It's not the stress and the arguing and, you know, taking the weight of the world on your shoulders and, you know, eating your feelings. It's not about that. Well, and two, I think there are, for me, especially in the martyrdom part of my brain, which is about 99% of my brain. See, I brought it back to math. Yeah. I used to be the one who would relish being put upon and undervalued. And it was like, it's kind of sick to think of And there going, was also that holiday relish that you used to make too. No, which, my dad makes a delicious holiday relish. Yeah, that's actually. true. He does. Um, but I would put myself in a position where I forced my hand to be stressed out. I've got to make X, Y, and Z from scratch. I've got to, you know, deliver for the bake sale. I'm hosting the kids, uh, you know, holiday party at class. I've got to make, they're expecting me to do X, Y, and Z. And we put ourselves in a situation where we overextend ourselves. And when we overextend ourselves, we become stressed out. We don't act like the people we want to be at the holidays. We don't act like the song lyric tells us to. And, it leads to stress eating. I mean, all of it comes back to eating and being able to step back. And I'm, I'm actually very proud of myself for doing what I tell people to do of the stepping back and considering the outcome that you actually want. Yeah. And it, it's a much easier, lighter feeling like, okay, was it a little inconvenient? Yeah. But in the end, the result that I want is togetherness. And so everything right. is working out. So pay close attention to the ways you overextend yourself this holiday season. Where can you cut back? Where can you celebrate togetherness instead of everyone is expecting me to, and now I'm resentful quietly, and I'm going to give everyone dagger looks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> dagger looks do not burn as many calories as you would hope. No. So what do you want? What habit do you want to leave behind from previous holidays? Um, what new tradition do you actually like think about it and even talk to your family about it or friends like what's missing? What would you like to have? Maybe there's um, and we're going to talk more about alternatives to food in the next episode. But what new traditions can you come up with in your community or just as a family or on your own that can be meaningful to you? Just because, you know, Uncle Jim always used to do it a certain way. Um, you can create your own new traditions. Um, Absolutely. What again, what can you outsource if you can't cook everything from scratch, if you can't deliver whatever? What can you buy from Costco? that will make your life easier? What service could you outsource? Uh, you know, a laundry service or a cleaning service or something like that that's just going to make your load a little lighter. Yeah, if, if the idea of, you know, cooking the family turkey completely stresses you out, you know, and I'm stealing this directly from my wife, but go to Costco and buy a couple of rotisserie chickens and call it a day. Bada, bing, bada, boom, it is done. Yeah. Um, but think about, your history and the treasured memories that you have 
try to focus on those. And you can't control the people around you. We have a boundaries episode that we had that went into a deep dive on Well, this. and a gravity issues episode, you know, things that are just completely out of your control. Like, you know, you shouldn't stress and try and deal with them because you you can't do anything about it. Right now for us, we're just hitting November. As you're listening to this, it's November. And we still have time to be champions of the rest of the year. Looking at the math, looking at the calendar of your year and really marking off the important dates, the dates that are really meaningful for you as indulgent days is important. And building your habits around those, like your cornerstones. I am not missing, um, you know, the first night of Hanukkah is when we do a really big meal. I'm really going to enjoy that. Okay, so that's day one. Okay, uh, there's also Thanksgiving. There's also Donald's birthday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which you're all invited to. You're all invited to celebrate. <laughs> um, but uh, pick the days that are really meaningful for you and have those as your anchoring points for the year. As other things come up, they might not be as valuable. Eating, you know, a a five-foot-wide pizza at your kid's holiday party uh, might not be on the top of the important (laughs) food lists. Yeah. Um, But saving it for your Christmas Eve celebration after church or something like that might be the thing that you really treasure. So start really plotting out the rest of the year. Decide what's really important. Uh, We're going to talk about food in the next episode, but make those dates your go-to dates for indulging, for enjoying, and really focus on your healthy habits every day, but for the rest of the days. Because if you look at the math of it and you're blowing 16% of your year and you're going in hard, it's not just like, oh, it's August and... I'm not, you know, going to cardio class or whatever. It's like everyday yeah. butter cookie. Yeah, these can be like a a hardcore, like blow it up. Yeah. Couple of <laughs> <laughs> um. So focus on what you can control. Think about the person you want to be. Come up with a mantra for yourself for the year, and even ask your family to do that too. Like, start investing in what you want it to look like. Because there have definitely been times when our daughter has been like, "You're really grumpy when you plan a party," you know. And yeah, yeah. hearing that is really eye-opening because you're like, "It's supposed to be fun," you know. I'm going, <laughs> "Oh, I'm not." I said that maybe without so much fun in my voice. My thirtieth birthday oh surprise party that you planned. Surprise! Like, you were completely like you were like at an eleven on the agrometer that day. It was very stressful. I am not a good party planner for surprises, so Donald is not getting a surprise party. No, he nor could do tell. I want one. He could tell because I would be really annoyed. I, to with this him. day, though, I'm not sure if you made it terrible, so I would never want another party again (laughs) (laughs) you'll never know because i'm not doing it again yeah Uh, you win i I win in love ah me too oh um so yeah so in the uh so i think that's all we have to say about mindset and math for this uh for this episode think about your math break out that solar powered calculator and do some math in your head how many lattes are you having how many pumpkin spice things do you think you need to rescue in your mouth uh, before they run out you don't want the poor people of starbucks to feel like their pumpkin spice isn't selling fast they're gonna cry um they'll be fine trust me they'll be fine they'll be fine they'll be fine and we will too and so will you yeah so 
that's what we have to say. That is what we have to say. And I think that brings us to our product of the week. Pow, Pow everybody. I said it in a relaxed That was a voice. relaxed, breathy voice. Oh, you haven't even heard it, have you? No, the I haven't. Oh, okay. I'm no. going to tell you what the product of the week yeah, is. Yeah, this, uh, this is a product in the uh, interest of full disclosure. I have not used it, but... Um, we talk all the time about one of the most important things that people don't consider when it comes to staying on a uh, diet and exercise plan is getting enough sleep. Sleep. And getting a quality night of sleep, uh, not just quantity. Yeah. And if you're anything like me, um, you overthink everything. And when your head hits the pillow... yeah. Regrets from third grade start pouring in and you start worrying about whether or not Miss Nissen uh, likes you or not from the you kicking right. little Jimmy, whatever. My grandmother used to refer to that as like your brain won't turn off. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, especially on Sunday nights, I kind of start panicking about the week and or again, I'm thinking about the holidays and logistics and what I'm doing. And friend of the show... Friend of old place and friend of friends, Lindsay. Hi, uh, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Um, I will have uh, just hung out with her by the time this podcast comes out. We had a great time. Wow, it's like we're time traveling almost. It is. Yeah. Um, but uh, hopefully she's not catfishing me. I don't think she is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Lindsay told me about a podcast called Nothing Much Happens. Ah. It is a... Uh, 20 minute or so podcast that tells a very boring story <laughs> and it's actually not boring but it's just sort of like yeah you know in which nothing much happens a story like someone's closing up a bookshop for the evening or someone stops for vegetables at the market before heading home and yeah. I, i'm afraid you're putting our listeners to sleep oh, right now <laughs> it worked um But it uh, it's a short podcast you can listen to while you're sleeping or when you're wanting to wind down. And I wasn't sure. I was a sayer of nay. I was like, what? what? This podcast isn't going to do anything. And yeah, I totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even snore. And I just started snoring. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I listened to it with one earbud in. Uh, it tells the story twice. So it tells the story at a normal speaking speed. And then it slows it down like this. Yeah. And I was out. So quickly, and I've listened to it, I think, three and a half, four times. I don't remember what some of the stories are because I fall asleep so quickly. But yeah, it no, that's great. totally helped me disconnect from my brain activity at night. Uh, so I didn't listen to it last night. I decided to give myself a break from it. But nothing much happens. Yeah, so if you're having trouble uh, falling asleep because you can't turn your brain off, uh, give it a shot. It uh, may also work for you. It's working well for Catherine. It is, and I'm so much more pleasant and relaxed. Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. Wake back up, everybody. Oh, thank you so much for listening. Um, and uh, if you would like more of us, you can uh, check out the uh, uh, episode 39 of the Coco Caliente podcast. Uh, we're awesome on it. Um, you can also go to our website, uh, weonlylookthin.com. You can listen to the show there. 
Um, and you can find out more information about our support group. If you need some uh, support to get through the holidays, you might want to check it out. Um, click on the link towards the top that says join our support group. Yeah, and we are, uh, we're an accountability group, a support group. We are not a weight loss plan, but we're a small community of women supporting one another um, in ways that you might not feel comfortable sharing with uh, the public, with your family. Uh, it's It's been a really wonderful group so far, uh, so you can learn more about it there. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. And uh, you can email us to uh, We Only Look Thin at gmail.com. And uh, please uh, send us questions, send us comments. We love your feedback. Um, and we also love your feedback on Apple Podcasts. If you could uh, rate and review us there, that actually helps us out. Um, if you, uh, you know, say to yourself, hey, I got something out of this episode. How can I give something back to Catherine and Donald? Thank you um, so much. A, uh, a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts would be a huge help to us. So if this math-laden episode has had you falling asleep without even listening to the Nothing Much Happens app, just remember <laughs> that Donald and I are an, an inspiration Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. <laughs>